You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Honest AF Show with me, Daniela Clark. And me, Barbara Ann Wild. And this is such an exciting day because Barbara Ann Wild is back from her Italian extravaganza. Yes, it actually be, ended up being split between uh, France and Italy, which I'm not too sad about. Yeah, um, I, I'm very jealous of both. It's a different vacation when it's a family vacation. Right. It's not, you know, shopping other than for food and medication. (laughs) It's not, or toys. It's not a lot of sex, vacation sex, unless it's like, you know, Zach would say to me, should I meet you in my office? I think Zach took more showers <laughs> on this vacation than he's ever taken in the 30 plus years I've known him. Why because is that, that was the only place that we could be alone was oh. the bathroom. So it was like, you know, I, I don't think I've been with my children 24 hours a day, seven days a week for a solid month in a very long time. I like, <laughs> I, I'm like, oh my God, there wasn't a minute that I wasn't I, I couldn't even, I didn't even explore by myself at all. Oh my God. It's mom. Mom. Oh, just, you know, <laughs> what is there to eat? I'm hungry. When are we going to get there? What are we going to do? Can you play with me? I was like, oh God, help me. But now yeah. you had, you rented um, the villa in yes. Italy, but yes. in France, did you just stay in hotels? We stayed in a hotel. It was kind of cool because we had different experiences in each little place that we went. So the rumors are true. Touring Europe right now is a fucking nightmare. Horrible. I mean, it is. We've had everything from canceled flights, delayed flights, lost luggage. As a matter of fact, I got a call on my way here that they finally found one of Sabbath's bags, which was really upsetting to him because all his like favorite things were in there. Oh, God. So in the very beginning, we flew to France because we wanted to meet up with Zach at Hellfest. Right. And so we flew into Paris. We spent uh, about four or five days there before we hooked up with Zach. And then we went to Zach's show. And then Zach flew back to Paris with us from Nantes, which is like, I guess it's a three hour drive out of Paris um, where they have Hellfest, which is phenomenal. And turns out Hellfest turned out to be a super spreader event. Oh, God. Because band after band after band canceled after they did Hellfest. It was, it's two weeks like, or two long weekends like, Coachella. Right. Except it's different bands. It's not the same bands repeating. And every band from Korn to GNR to Metallica to Greta Von, uh, Von Fleet, Fleet um, to Sabbath and I, we all were sick after Hellfest. And oh, Zach was man. sick for a little bit. I mean, it was just nonstop. So, um, but we, we went back to Paris from Nantes and our flight was canceled. And even though it was an out, it's an outdoor festival yes. and people still got sick. I mean, unbelievable. Because it's just so crowded. Yeah. It, yeah. it was like 80,000 people a night. Yeah. It was 
packed. And I, to be honest with you, it seemed like, I mean, I hadn't heard that much about fans getting sick as much as the band. The band, yeah. Well, with a lot of the bands still doing meet and greets, do you think that's why? I don't know. We didn't do any with festival. We never do them for festivals because it's just yeah. too difficult. Yeah. I don't Because I know so. a, lot of, uh, a lot of bands are still kind of locking down the backstage and not letting anybody hang out backstage, but some yeah. are. We didn't know? do any meet and greets and I don't think Metallica did. I don't know about any of the other bands, yeah. but it was, you know, completely outdoors. This, yeah, you know, I know everybody got sick anyway. Yeah, yeah. just and crazy. it was hot, right? And, and I think too, it's the airports. It's yeah. one little airport in. Yeah, one train from Paris in. Yeah, and you know who knows? But anyway, we flew back to Paris, and then our flight from Paris to. Pisa, which is where we were supposed to go and start our family vacation because we rented the house that we rented was in a um, little town in t- part of Tuscany called Filatera. Filatera? Yes. Okay. And it was only about 29 minutes from Pisa airport, but two over two hours from Florence. And they canceled our flight to Pisa. Uh, And so we had to spend two more nights in Paris, which that meant I was there for like nine days. I wasn't really, really upset about that at all. Yeah, not at all. (laughs) I'd be like, yes. (laughs) We had a great hotel, too. It was a little boutique hotel, which Zach and I prefer more than the big chains. And it was so cool because we got two sets of rooms for the boys and Jesse's fiance. um, And then we got two rooms for Zach and I and Sabbath. Mm -hmm. But they the rooms were not joined exactly but they had a doorway that opened and a little area and then the one room went to the right and the other room went to the left but you could keep them open to each other yes it was and I used to do that too it was so great yeah Yeah. because then we could lock the one door and not worry about sabbath being you know alone alone. yeah it was just it was a really great situation and it was in the 15th arrondissement so we were really close to the Eiffel Tower yeah we were in like the best area we loved everything about it oh nice kind of uh are feeling like we'd rather now we've kind of changed our whole plan I think we're we're gonna start to seriously look at apartments in Paris as opposed to a house in Tuscany Wow. So, and then we went to Tuscany to that beautiful home was fantastic. But it's, you know, what we realized is that it's super similar to our lifestyle in California. It's isolated, right? Isolated, big property. Um, I mean, granted, it was built in the 1300s. So it's a little, a little different than our house in that respect. It was I mean, well, from the videos and the pictures that you sent me and posted, I mean, it looked spectacular. It was divine. Yeah. Um, It was really amazing. And we had the best time. But, you know, the pool that the, you know, little town far removed from the city. um, So it kind of felt like, you know, the kids kept saying, well, this is kind of like our house. It's kind of got our, you know, this is how we live at home. So then we were thinking, you know, we were all like, all of the kids were just love Paris. Zach and I have always, it's always been our favorite yes. city. Uh, Zach goes back and forth between Paris and New York City, but we, he loves them both. And so I don't know. We what kinda... did you guys do as a family in in the little, in the house in Italy? Like when you're together, what did you guys, did you guys do stuff? Like, did you go out and ride bicycles and explore the countryside? 
Um, did you cook? Did you have a chef? Did you, what did you do? So it was really cool because, um, Jesse and Rihanna, Rihanna is, um, a lawyer, uh, mm -hmm. Jesse's fiance, um, whom I adore. And she had a case that she had to have a hearing on this like three days because they canceled our flight. They only oh. had two and a half days in Italy with us. So they went to one of the areas in Cinque Terre, which I guess you drive park and then you get on a train because you're not allowed to drive in these little towns and you like eat incredible food and you're right on the water. It's all the picturesque videos that you constantly see on Instagram. They went. Sabbath and I were so sick. We oh, didn't do, we right. didn't venture there, but we kind of laid by the pool. Zach was so happy to literally sit from couch to couch. <laughs> he to was couch. on his couch tour oh, again. Yeah, I totally, I <laughs> sent you videos. It was just like, hi, I'm, I'm good. I'm out here. Yeah. Um, but we did a lot of lounging. We were really... I guess that's what you're supposed to do on vacation. Just kind of be together and lounge. I mean, it was pretty fantastic. I yeah. Can't, I mean, we did make a couple of day trips because we were like 40 minutes to anywhere. So we rented a car and we went one day to Luca, which is... A, have drove? you ever been to that little Zach? Wow. Thank God. Because... <laughs> The, the car that they gave us was kind of big uh -huh. and you know in Europe yeah. really anything bigger than a Mini Cooper and you're in trouble. I yeah, mean, it was narrow streets. We yeah. had one of those, it was a BMW, it was a larger SUV I forget which one it was, but it was big and I mean, the narrow streets and the house was on like kind of like our house on a dirt road, oh, and, yeah. you know, little tiny town. But um, we went one day on Sabbath's birthday um, to Luca, mm -hmm. which is this gorgeous town in Tuscany. It's it's so picturesque and beautiful and little shops and the town squares where they do all these shows and John Legend was going to be there like the day after we were there and Justin Bieber just canceled his tour right. but they have like this incredible old outdoor venue where these major superstars do these shows in the town square food was phenomenal we had the best time we just walked around we shopped Zach and Sabbath have gotten themselves locked into, I don't even know, three or four different bathrooms in Europe. It was hysterical. I kept, <laughs> kept telling Zach, take your phone with you to the bathroom every time because he locked himself in the bathroom. He couldn't everywhere figure out the went. locks. Because everything's backwards right, from what we right. used to. It was hysterical. I, I actually thought he was punking me after a while. I'm like, there is no way you're locked in again. And then Sabbath got locked in. you text from the bathroom, SOS. It was hysterical. Uh, you're not going to believe it. I'm locked in the bathroom. You have to come help me. I mean, the boys and I were dying laughing. And then Sabbath got locked in Luca in a bathroom because it was a French lock. So it was completely, you have to hold the handle down and unlock it at the same time. Why did it have to go and complicate things? I mean, and it was a motion sensing light. So it went uh -huh. dark on him and he was oh, totally God, panicked. That's hilarious. Oh, it was just funny, but we had a phenomenal time. And then another day we went to a beach uh, called Via Reggio uh -huh. and it was really phenomenal. The woman who owned the house that we rented, her name is Sabrina. She stayed, I guess she kind of had a feeling 
from her WhatsApp messages with me in the last couple of months, she had a feeling we were going to need navigation and help. So she stayed in the little apartment in the house and helped us tremendously from telling us where to go to when Sabbath and I were sick. She went to the pharmacy for us several times. Oh, that's so nice. She's amazing. She also set up one of the pizza artisans in Tuscany came and taught us how to make homemade pizza, which I posted video, which was amazing. And it just, one thing, it just, every day was better than the next. So, yeah, it was really great. And then we went to Rome for a couple of days. It was extremely hot. But the second day I got smart and hired a chauffeur-driven Mercedes to take us everywhere. And we just, the guy was, spoke perfect English. He was German, took us in and out of places, explained to us what we were seeing. We did unusual things. Like he took us to Julius Caesar's residence. He took us to the oldest street or road, I guess, that went 450 miles from Rome all the way down to Egypt, which is where they did all their mercantile back in, yeah. the, you know, thousands of years ago as when they started to barter and trade. And uh, it only went straight down to Greece and to Egypt, like certain things like we would have never gotten to yeah. experience had we just done your typical, you know, we did go to the Vatican. We did go to uh, St. Peter's Basilica and the Sistine Chapel, but the second day we did the chauffeur driven. Yes, uh, that's always the best. It was right on. I highly recommend it. Uh, And then we ended our trip in uh, Geneva, Switzerland, which was absolutely stunning. We stayed at Mandarin Oriental, which are beyond five star hotels. And um, so we had kind of like a little bit of everything, you know, the boutique hotel, the amazing house, you know, five-star hotel. It just, it was, it was just really amazing. Oh, it sounds so amazing, but I got to say, now that you've gotten the family vacation out of the way, yes. we need to do a girl's trip. Please. We got to do it the right way. I mean, I was like <laughs> drooling and cr- like crying inside when I was like <laughs> passing, you know, Rue Honoré and I couldn't yeah. stop. Yeah. And I was like in Rome and they're like, oh, this is the this is all like the house of Gucci and, and Prada. And I'm like, oh, my God, I need a day like we yeah. needed. You know, I didn't get to do any of that. I know that always happens to me. Like when we take family vacations, Ugh. I always feel like we're tra- we're like driving to wherever we're going to go hang out at the <laughs> during the day. And as we go by all the shops, little tears come out of my <laughs> <Exactly>. eyes. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, if Daniela knew I just drove right by, you know, I'm like, I didn't get to. I mean, I brought you guys a little bit of uh, a little couple little gifts, but I didn't get to go do like proper shopping. I had plans and, you know, so be it. That's reserved for when you go with your girlfriends. Yeah. I've never done Europe as a girl's trip. Have you? I have. I I I went to to, um, remember I went to Greece on the yacht. That's right. And that was a girl's trip. And that was different. That was insanity. Yeah. (laughs) you know like that's I mean I don't know if I'll ever get to experience that but don't say um, yeah yeah of course you will it's uh I mean that was insane but it was on like a you know one of those super yachts like a insane trip yeah 
once we docked, we'd all run off the boat like maniacs straight to the shops. I know. And yeah. all of you ladies are like, yeah. you know, all in the same mindset of like where you're going shopping. So, yeah. you know, that's really awesome. Yeah, it was really, really fun. But I would love to do that with you. We should do, we really should do like fashion week and go to a couple fashion shows it. and go shop and just like totally do a girl's trip. We left Paris. You were like, you know, it's fashion week. I'm like, yeah, we just got on our plane to Italy. We yeah. just left. We were, we literally <laughs> missed it. The first of July was when it started and that's when they canceled us and we were rescheduled and then we went to Italy. So we missed fashion week. Yeah. I would have been convulsing. <laughs> well, it was funny too, because I kept getting alerts on my phone from the drivers. Just so you know, there'll be excessive delays, complete road closures. Right. It's fashion week. Like all yeah. the power shuts down. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's crazy because it all just goes central, you know. But I'm glad to have you back. Yes. You I'm happy to be to be totally honest. missed. While you were gone, there was all kinds of shenanigans going on here, too. I don't even know where to begin. So much has been going on. Well, Gilby did his uh, gig with Porna for Pyros. How fun. That was really, really fun. It was at this um, old theater downtown called the Belasco. Oh, I think you mentioned the Belasco before. I've never been. Really cool. It's a beautiful old theater. Um, and they played and uh, their other band opened for them. Oh, God, what are they called? I think heaven something heaven yeah isn't that etty at uh, well yeah but it's etty and perry oh and also they this is so cool because i had no idea but it was uh joyce benelli's birthday oh while you were gone yes i love her that so, cancer lady yes she's so fun so she, we had um a little dinner for her a little birthday dinner oh, fun. and jennifer howell who i've uh, you've met to, and yeah. she uh, runs Art of Elysium she was there and she said to me oh my god Daniela I was all day long I was at rehearsals at the Belasco Theater for the Porno for Pyro show and I was like she goes and I saw Gilby and I was like well wait a minute what are you doing there why were you at the rehearsals and she said well I've partnered up with Perry and Etty oh. Art of Elysium has partnered up with them of course Perry's so philanthropic. Yeah. I love that about him. Yeah, he so is. So humanitarian. And, uh, Such a good guy. And so is Etty. Yeah. And, um, They're lovely. They are. So she's like, I've partnered with them and we're doing a new program with them called, um, I think, Heaven After Dark. I think that's what is that it's the called? name of the yeah. So there, where she's going to be part of their shows and doing art installations and bringing musicians oh, and artists that. together with children that are in need. So that's fantastic, really, really cool. And so she had like this whole art installation there at the theater. So I got to see Jennifer. I got to see Joyce. I oh, hung out with Joyce fantastic. and Etsy backstage, which was so much fun. And Randy was there. She said she yes. she was texting you, but she didn't get to yes. meet you again. Exactly. I kept saying, Randy, where are you? But it was packed. That's this theater was packed. And because Porno for Pyros, I don't know if you know this, hadn't played together for 26 years. This was I the first time in 26 that. years that they did a show, a live I show. I mean, Randy's a huge Perry fan. Yeah. And so is my son, Jesse, which I told Etty about when we had her on the show. And um, I've gone, I've gone to see them before, but I didn't realize that much time had gone by. Yeah, they I mean, had played Jane's in ages, Addiction. and they had their, I think it was all their original lineup, 
Gilby came out and did a few songs with That's them. That's so good. And it was so much fun. And Etty was like killing it. Total smoke show on stage. Oh, I saw her outfit. Oh my God. You know, I wanted to ask you, have you been having the same issues with Instagram where 90% of your feed now are ads? And like, yeah. you're not... I'm not seeing anybody's Instagram. I'm I have to go to stories. Either. Yeah. So I yeah. got to see a little bit of her in stories and I loved her corset and yeah. her, uh, her, her outfit. She yeah. And she wore like a little, phenomenal, uh, a little tank, a white, completely see-through tank with little black heart pasties. Oh yeah. I saw that. And oh, that gorgeous, God. uh, she is something corset. else. Yeah. She's amazing. She is something else. And she's up there on stage, you know, doing her little jiggle and, uh, her dance and stuff. And she, was just great. And I also ran into, I ran into so many people I knew there. It was so cool. I ran into, um, my girlfriend, Rosanna, Rosanna Arquette. Oh, and, um, I hadn't seen her and of hers. Yes. Oh my God. I hadn't seen her in a long time. I saw her backstage and she's like, Danielle, I'm all Rosanna. Oh my God. And she's really good friends with Perry and Etty also. Oh, okay. It was so funny because I had just finished watching Desperately Seeking oh, Susan. Boy, I love that Like movie. a week before I run into her. That's terrible. So I was kind of like, even though I know her, I was kind of like, oh my God, she's Susan. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like every once in a while, you know, I, I'll kind of detach and, 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 and just be, you know, a fan. And then I started thinking about all the movies she's done and she's done such amazing movies. Amazing. And her you, sister. Oh, oh my God. God. Patricia Arquette. Yeah. And her, so how I met Rosanna was it's so strange because I met her through a mutual friend of ours because when I started Frankie B, one of my friends was like, hey, I'm really good friends with Rosanna and um, I know she would love these pants. Can I give you her phone number? So I started making jeans for Rosanna and making her pants. And then Rosanna introduced me to her sister, Patricia Arquette, love who was at that time, I think married to, I don't know what they were married or they were dating, but it was so long ago. My memory is so sorted, but she was with Nick, Nicholas Cage. Uh-huh. So I started making them their clothes. I was making clothes for Nick and for Patricia wow. and for Rosanna and all those people. And, and then Daryl Hannah, that's how I met that whole crew was oh, it all kind of, okay. kind of all snowballed from there. But Rosanna's body of work is so unbelievable. Pulp fiction. I mean, I mean, and, and I don't know if you remember, do you remember she did this movie. I don't know, Phil, if you remember this movie, The Executioner Song. She I did it with uh, Tommy Lee Jones, who's insanely incredible actor. And she I was so him. good in that movie. But I started like thinking she's talking to me about, you know, we're, we're talking about fashion. We're talking about music and we're talking about all kinds of stuff. And our daughters, because our daughters ended up going to school together, too. Oh, nice. So her daughter, Zoe Blue, who's an up and coming actress, Actually, Rosanna told me that she just won like Best Actress Award at, uh, at a film festival. Best New Actress. Oh, wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. And she looks just like her mom. She's just beautiful. So it was really cool to catch up with her. And then it was so crazy. I ran into this drummer. His name is Ravi. And I hired him years ago when I did a fashion show for Mercedes-Benz sponsored me to do this fashion show during Los Angeles Fashion Week. And I had this idea that I wanted the models to come out. 
I wanted the show to start out with Tusk, uh, oh, um, right. Fleetwood Mac awesome. song Tusk. And so I hired uh, Ravi to come and play percussion all the way down the runway. Oh, he played cool. drums. And it was so cool. And it, it's one of those moments that just I always replay in my head when I think about. I mean, how special. It was such a cool moment. And um, I've been really into Fleetwood Mac recently. And for some reason, I keep playing Tusk in my car. And then I run into him at the Porno for Pyro shows. I was like, this is so weird because you're all putting the, that out there. Yeah, it was the, yeah. so bizarre because here I am listening to Fleetwood Mac and Tusk all the time. And then I run into him and he's like, oh, my God, Daniela, that was such a fun fashion show. And then I literally turn the corner. And I run into another old friend of mine, Carmen who um, was in the Pussycat Dolls. You know that band? Yeah, the Pussycat Dolls? of course. And I had hired them to open one of my other shows, which was all what like, it's supposed world. to be like a really sexy show. So I wanted the Pussycat Dolls to open and do their whole dance routine and stuff. And they, I had this idea at that time. It was really funny because I had this idea that I wanted to do like an Austin Powers you know, seventies theme yeah. Barbarella, yeah, um, fashion shows. So I had the Pussycat Dolls open the show, and the show opens, and it's um, I had a big round bed that spun around on the runway in like pink shag, and Love the it. girls are all laying on the bed doing their routine. And it was so good, so cool, and uh, so fun. So then I ran into her. I'm like, "What is going on? Why am I meant to be doing a fashion show? Yeah, why am I running into all these people that either came to my fashion show or participated in it? You're in gonna some, have to get them way. in some of your new new stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. So it was really fun. We just had a really really great night, and then we had you know Frankie's birthday, right? And we all I went just to the, missed it. Yeah, we all went to the Magic Castle. It was so much fun. So good. That Magic Castle, if anybody that doesn't live in LA. I have never been. Okay, you're going. You and Zach are, are I, coming with Gilby and I. I have to. Oh, let's do a date night and go because you would love it. It is so much fun. I mean, Phil, have you ever been to the Magic Castle? Oh my God, I love it so much. It's so fun. It's a private uh, club. It's members only. So you have to actually be invited by another member right. to go. Um, so we have a, a couple friends that are members. And so we we got um, an invitation to go. And it's one of Frankie's favorite places. She loves it. Oh, I mean. Yeah. Oh, my God. So we went and we just had such a blast. Some of these magic shows, like, I don't it's understand. Astounding. I don't understand how they do it. It's astounding. We've had, I've been to two birthday parties. One, um, the daughter of my neighbor up the road and Sharon Osborne's, one of Sharon's birthday parties. We had a small little birthday dinner in Spago and they hired one of the magicians from the Magic uh -huh. Castle. And they're, it's I mean, mind blowing. It I mean, some of it, I mean, I know it's all. It's all. I don't want to know. I want. I want the fantasy. I want the magic. I believe in it. I'm. I know me too. I don't want to know at all. No, no I don't want to know. Don't nobody write don't, to me and tell me how these tricks are happening because don't I don't do want to know. Don't ruin my magic. Exactly. <laughs> but I know it's all sleight of hand. I mean, it's all like the hand is quicker than the eye. But let me tell you something. 
the fun thing about the Magic Castle is they have tons of little rooms yeah. and every room has different shows going on at all different times. And then they've got bars on every level. There, It's like, what is it? Two levels, Phil? I think it's three because there's a bar in the midsection and then there's, oh, there's, it's like four levels really because there's an underneath and there's a bunch of bars underneath on the lower level bars and like little theaters. And then you go upstairs, there's the main bar and entrance and theaters. And then you go up another level and there's another little bar. And then you go up another stair, a few stairs and there's all the other big main theaters and a bar. So it's a lot of drinking going on (laughs) and then they have a restaurant. So you kind of have to go early because there's so many different shows going on. And some of them are just like little slide of hand shows. There's like little traveling magicians going around doing little shows, side shows. And then there's the theaters and there's small theaters and there's the big theater, the big main show. So you want to kind of spend the whole evening there. Like, go. I think they recommend that you go like at 545 to get in and then you can go have dinner and see all the shows. So the one show, the magician comes out and he's doing like little things like he's reading a newspaper and he tears it up. And then all of a sudden the newspaper is the whole piece again, which, you know, you've seen several times and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's cute. And then balls start falling out of the newspaper, little balls. And then he puts the newspaper down and a ball falls out. And I'm like, okay, well, it must've like, I didn't see it, but maybe it came out of his mouth maybe, but his sleeves are rolled up. So there's you, he shows you that there's nothing up his sleeve. And then uh, these little balls are falling and all kinds of weird little things are happening. And so I'm laser focused on this man. I will not take my eyes off of his hands. And all of a sudden, a big giant bowling ball comes collapsing out of him onto the floor. And I did not see where the hell it came from. And this has kept me up for weeks now. (laughs) I don't understand. I don't understand how, I mean, I figured like those little foam balls, you know, sometimes they can fold them up really small and somehow hide them in their, in their hands somewhere. But where the hell did he get a fucking bowling ball that like thudded down on the floor? It was a real bowling ball. I mean, it was a similar thing when, when we had Sharon's birthday. So it was a small little room at Spago and one of the magicians were there and he asked me to take something that was important to me on my body and to put it in my hand. Yeah. And so I took my wedding ring off and I put it in my hand and I closed my eyes and then he held my hand and he's like, okay, so when you feel it's hot, open your hand. And I had never met this man before. Right. I was not participant in any, I didn't have any rehearsals or anything. I've never I yeah. gave him my, I mean, I, I had my ring in my hand. He was nowhere near me. And then he's like, okay, so when you feel heat, I'm sending you like vibes or whatever. It's like, when you feel heat, open your hand. So I was like, okay, it was weird. I got this like bizarro surge of heat. Opened my hand, my ring was gone. And he goes, okay, so, and then he started doing other tricks and everything. And I'm like, fuck my ring, you know, it's my wedding band, whatever. I guess I'll get it back at some point. But he didn't like reach and get anything out of my hand. He touched my hand for a minute, but he didn't, like I yeah, would know. You never I, felt it. I didn't have my eyes closed. Yeah. I had my hand like the ring was in my hand. So we have dinner and everything's going on. And so at the toward the end of the night, he hands me a quarter. And I said, Oh, what is this for? And he goes, In the back of the room, do you see that gumball machine? And Shut I was like, up. God's truth. I mean, this was craziness. So I went over to the gumball machine with all the little 
the little yeah you know, gumball the like bobbles, little yeah. toys the little plastic things and i put the quarter in and i turned it and out comes a little thing with my wedding band inside that's the, insane i was like maybe two years before i was just like i couldn't get it out of my head yeah how he did not take it out of my hand it's crazy how they when do did this he shit. get up and put it in there because and what are the chances it was filled with things like that my ring was going to be in there i mean just insanity that is so i don't understand how they do this stuff it's me either really but i crazy. love it and i never want to know i know me too i'm the same <laughs> way i want to keep the magic magical there was a, it was really funny because we went and it was just me and Gilby and Frankie and her boyfriend, Frankie, 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 Frankie and Frankie. Frankie. <laughs> yes. So it was just the four of us that went and man, did we fuck them up. So we, one of the theaters, we're sitting in the theater and one of the magicians says, he calls on Frankie, girl, Frankie, and my daughter and says, can I have your assistance? Can you come up here? So she comes up and she helps him. And then for some reason he picks on boy Frankie and he goes, let me ask you uh, a, a question. And, and he's like, okay. And he's like, what's your name? And he goes, Frankie. And he looks at girl Frankie, looks at boy <laughs> Frankie. And he's like, okay, whatever. And so he thinks we're messing totally. with him at this point. And so then he calls on some other guy in the audience and he goes, what's, what's your name? And he goes, Frankie. And Get then the this other old man, what's your name? Frankie. Everybody in the audience started calling each other Frankie. Because they're calling themselves Frankie because they, they all thought, thought was we were bullshit. fucking with them. That's hysterical. <laughs> so it was so ridiculous. So everybody in the theater was saying their name was Frankie. We walked out of there. We're like, uh, little do they know they really are Frankie and that Frankie. That is hysterical. Yeah, it was so funny. That is it great. Was hilarious. That. And, and the magician was just getting mad because everybody was <laughs> fucking with him. But we started it and we didn't mean to. It was real. So funny. So it was really funny. That's great. Um, I was like, man, you Frankies fucked them up. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Because they're like, who knows if he was going to like write their name on a card or something. Yeah, he was and like, it's like guys. Okay, everyone in here is Frankie. So that's not a magic trick. You're yeah, not like, he's you like, know. this is ridiculous. That's hysterical. It was really funny. We had such a good time. And Frankie's birthday was just so damn epic because not only did we do the Magic Castle, but then Lisa not Lisa producer, sorry, but uh, Lisa Cronin uh -huh. for Frankie's birthday, bought us all tickets to the Pantages to go see Moulin Rouge. Oh, nice. Oh my God. It's so good. Anybody listening, if you have the opportunity, go, just go. It was so good. Now I had seen Moulin Rouge on Broadway in New uh -huh. York uh, years ago, but I hadn't seen it have you seen it when you were in Paris? Uh, in Paris. Yeah. Not this last, not this time because yeah. it really wasn't that kind of a trip. But I have, I have seen it Ugh. in Paris before the movie came out. It's so good. It was so good. And they really modernized it from when you and I probably have oh, seen wow. it. All the songs are really modern songs. They oh, infused okay. all these modern songs in. So it How was fun. It was really Are there good. any actresses that are well-known doing th that Moulin Rouge? Uh, no, no. I, not that I knew of. No, I didn't recognize anybody. I like anybody. when sometimes they do, you know, like you'll have, you know, Catherine Zeta-Jones doing yeah, Chicago. Yeah, yeah, I know. know. Yeah. And when I, we saw a Hedwig at the Pantages, Darren Chris was the star. He was Hedwig and that was amazing. Yeah, so I, that's what I meant. Did you know that Sebastian Bach 
played Jesus Christ Superstar, Sebastian Bach from Skid Row. Yes, I did know that. He he was like a big Broadway star. He did that is, Jesus Christ Superstar to and be he honest, did a, a Rock of Ages. Or he did, no, yeah, uh, he, he did Joseph and the Technicolor uh, Dreamcoat. Dreamcoat. Yeah. Oh, I did not know he yeah, did that. I think he did he that too. Is, so that is such his foray. I honestly believe that's Oh, he's amazing. Very good for him. Really good. And then uh, Donovan Leach, who, you know, the guys Love him. played with. Yeah. yeah. He's in that band for those listening that don't know. He he has a band called uh, The Royal Machines. Uh-huh. It's kind of like a super group with a lot of different musicians that kind of come and go as guests. With but Billy Morrison. With Billy Morrison. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Dave Navarro. And I think Chris Chaney's in it too. They change. <sighs> they change a lot. Yeah. They always have different people. But um, Gilby's played with them several times. But Donovan also played Hedwig. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he also did. Super uh, talented. So talented. It was great. The Pantages was great. Uh, the show was amazing. And it was really fun. We got all dolled up. That's, uh, yeah. I mean, it was, awesome. It was, it was very, very fun. So speaking of shows, you guys have some big news. Mm-hmm. With Zach, right? Yeah, yeah. I had a feeling we were going to go there. Yeah. Well, I mean. Pantera, I mean. On a, any given day, it could be a different situation. Oh. Um, we're in the very early stages of all this. As a matter of fact, Zach's uh, working on listening and, and working on Dimes parts as we speak. Uh-huh. He's like, I have homework to do, a lot of homework. But, you know. Because um, it's kind of been all over the place. You know, there's a lot of news about it right now. Yeah. I mean, Zach really feels that, I mean, it was his, literally his very best friend. That's right. And so Zach's just like, I want to honor him. And he does, I mean, he's for years, you know, he wrote in this river and he always pulls the scrolls down. And then when Vinny passed, he added Vinny, you know, very integral part of Zach's life. Right. It was a, such a special relationship because they both came up and became famous at the same time for kind of like, you know, the same vibe. And they, they were just, I really believe that Dime was Zach's true soulmate, yeah. not not a romantic in, yeah, in of a course. romantic yeah, way, yeah. but they were just kindred souls. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. But right now, as of yesterday, it's happening. But you know how these things happen. We got a lot of personalities, yeah. a lot of managers, a lot of agents, yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. a lot of variables. Yeah. But so Zach- there, so just so we let people know what we're talking about is there's a rumor going around. Well, yeah. I don't know, right? Well, no, it, yeah. it, it's real, but it it's real, but, you know. But there's press out there saying that Zach is going to be playing if guitar it happens, in Pantera. Zach is going to be playing guitar. In Pantera. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, Zach likes to think of it more of a, a Pantera celebration. He doesn't think that it should be called Pantera more of like Pantera celebration because, because it's because the two right. main members right. are, are have passed away. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's pretty excited and yeah. hopefully it'll all come to fruition and everyone will, you know, the powers that be will make it happen. And, but yeah. yeah so, and then Zach's got a show coming up with Anthrax. Uh, it's 
Anthrax's 40th anniversary no as a way. band, which is astounding. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's um, crazy. It's Hatebreed, who we love, Jamie Josta and Wayne and all those guys. We've known them forever. And actually, they were really close with uh, Pantera as well. So it's Hatebreed, Black Label, and Anthrax. And um, it's going to be a really great tour. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. That starts in a week. So wow, um, it's going to be a very busy summer. Yeah, you're going to be busy like crazy yeah. again. You know, it's funny because yesterday Frankie Frankie's playing on Wednesday night. I saw that. Where yeah, is at she playing? Harvard and Stone. I don't it's, know where that is. It's in uh, like uh, Las Feliz kind of. Oh, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. a cute little club. Anyways, she's going to be playing. And so last night they were rehearsing and the band was all over here. And she had to get um, a replacement for her bass player because he's on tour. He's on tour with LA Guns. Oh, nice. So she replaced him with her friend who plays bass, who happens to be in town. He played bass with her before, but he actually lives in Sweden and now he's back in town. So she had him sit in for her. They were rehearsing down here and she said she wanted to do uh, the Sex Pistols song Problems. I don't know if you've seen the new Sex Pistols series. I have not. I loved it. I thought it was really fun. The actors that are playing Johnny Rotten and Sid Vicious absolutely steal the show and kill it. It's so good. Oh, they're really good. They have them so down. But I will say that I didn't like the portrayal of Chrissy Hind at all. It didn't even come close to what she's like. Actor that played Malcolm McLaren was amazing. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. It's yeah. it's really really uh, it's really fun to watch because if you you know know the Sex Pistols and you know the music and you love fashion with right. Vivian Westwood, there's a lot of really cool insight into all that and Malcolm McLaren and their relationship and how it all kind of went down and there's a little bit of the Sid and Nancy story. So it's it's really fun to watch. It's just like I'll have to check it out yeah, for sure. Yeah. So Frankie was talking to her bass player and, and telling him, you know, let's learn. I want you to learn problems because I want to do the Sex Pistols song. And he goes, funny story. He goes, you know, when I was 19 years old, the Sex Pistols were playing and I didn't go to see them play because I thought, why would I want to go see a bunch of 40 year olds play? He goes, because at that time they were 40 already. And to me, they were old men. And I and thought he's that's 40. Yeah. And he goes, boy, did that come bite me in the ass? It always does. <laughs> yeah. You never can say those things. Like, no. That's, funny. that's what I, I always say that. I'm like, don't ever spit in the water. You're about to drink. The very <laughs> first night I met Ozzy, I mean, literally the very first night I met him in New York City, Ozzy was passed out on the couch at the Park Meridian. And Debbie Reynolds was doing her 50th birthday celebration on TV and all these guest stars. And it was kind of like a vaudeville, Debbie Reynolds-esque theater show, but a variety show. And Ozzy sat up straight up from being passed out on the couch. And he sat up and he said, if I'm doing this at 50, shoot me. And then he laid back down. (laughs) always laugh my ass off because here he is in his, you know, early seventies. And if he has his druthers, he'll be doing it till the day, you know, on the other side. And it's hysterical because he said that if I'm doing this at 50 and I'm like, that was like, you know, 25 years ago. I mean, things have changed so much. Men are having babies at 76. Yes, Jagger, 80 (laughs) If they can, if they can, they can impregnate and have children at 76. (laughs) 
they can certainly go out on stage and uh, sing us a song. I mean, why retire if you still can do it? I I, I mean, if you could still do it well. If you can still do it well. I mean, if you, if you. Then you don't need to retire. But some people. If you're true to yourself, "Mm." I think it's, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I think what we do keeps you young. Yeah. Yeah. Or what they do. What they do. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and, and I think as, as, as a fan, when you take yourself out of like the business end of it, and just as a fan, fans always just want to hear the songs that they love. Right. You know, but you also want to, you know, do it well. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's so funny. That that comment cracked me up. Oh, yeah, that's But great. you reminded me of it when you said that Anthrax had their 40-year yeah, anniversary. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah. So, I mean, that that's amazing considering to think, like, to have a band that stays together so long because yeah, bands look at most bands don't. Yeah, you know? they so do it's, not. It's really cool, and they're all such really nice guys. So yeah. yeah, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, do we have a time for Barb's bag of tricks? We have a sure. quick one. I'll, I'll, yeah, let's sure. do a quickie. Okay, so. come on, Barb, a quickie. <laughs> Very quick. I'll try and be really, really quick. So when I was in Geneva, which yes. is the land of skincare. I did happen to get up really early one morning and I was just so fortunate that as I was walking along Lake Geneva, this skincare woman came right outside to me. I must have this big like neon flashing sign or something. (laughs) She went to the right girl. Could you come in? I just want to do this whole skincare analysis on you. I've got this machine. It's free. And I was like, oh yeah, I mean, come on now. Of course. Do I, did I like throw those vibes out or something. So she did that whole thing where, you know, put you in this little machine, like at the dermatologist's office and it scans your skin and it says what your issues are. And yeah, yeah, of course, all the products that they're going to sell you to fix those issues. Yes. Anyway, (laughs) so it was amazing because she was right on. Usually I, people say to me, oh, you're really fair. And I'm like, bullshit. I'm not. I have really a lot of melanin in my skin. I'm Russian and Polish, I am very yellow. Like, yeah. I laugh when when they p- tell me, people say certain things to me. Or, oh, you need this for under your eyes because of circles and this. And I'm like, I think people I don't assume dark- because you're blonde, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe. But what I'm saying is the analysis and this woman were right on because she's like, you don't have dark circles. You don't have this. You just need moisture under your eyes. So I was like, okay. So she piqued my interest because I'm like, this is honestly exactly true. So one of the things that I got which I loved. It does it it just addresses the crepey skin under the eyes, the lack of moisture, and just makes them like more um moist and dewy, you know? Yeah. Um so it's a skincare line and I brought the information. Um I love this line. It's called Individual. It's a Geneva based skincare line, Switzerland and Swiss skincare. I mean, um, La Prairie is Swiss, very high, high end, super emollient, incredible minerals go into their products. So this cooling mineral eye gel, phenomenal. The stuff is somewhat pricey, but not crazy, not La Mer prices, but middle range. Um, I love this eye cream. It's a cooling mineral eye cream. Then she put on me this collagen mask Ooh. and oh my god she did one side of my face the packaging's really pretty it's, it's fantastic she did one side of my face and oh my god that mask 
Granted, it's mask. a mask. So yeah. So it probably only works for like, you know, like Cinderella, you'll look amazing for the one day. And then the next day you go back to the way you were, but it is fantastic. <laughs> I felt like. And that's it, so mean. It, I know, but it, it <laughs> lifts. It literally erases your pores. I mean, this line is fantastic. And the analysis like did show up my melasma. So she did, she did give me a really great vitamin C product. And then there was this foaming facial scrub, which was really interesting, um, which is a really light one. She's like, you have extremely sensitive skin, so we can't get aggressive. And I'm like, okay, that was another thing that you wouldn't know unless it was very accurate, the analysis that they did. And this is like a light, it has like a little, you could test it. It's got like a little bit of a bead in it to make it, it's a, it's a very gentle exfoliating facial wash. And uh-huh. they say to only use it once a week, but it's really oh, nice. Yeah, it's nice. The yeah. whole line is and gorgeous. How do you, can you buy it online from the, U, from yeah. the U.S.? And yeah. um, they have uh, counterparts here too that could do mm, the analysis for you. Too. But yeah, it's all online. It's individual D-U-E-L. Individual, individual, not the A. Individualcosmetics.com. Oh. And this line is fantastic. Wow. So really um, nice. Okay. that's my bag of tricks, courtesy of Geneva. Okay. Awesome. I love that. Wow. Yeah. This so. has been quite the catch up, Miss Barbara Ann Wild. Yes. Well, welcome back. I'm Thank glad you, you. I'm very back. Cool. I'm very happy to be back. I to feel be whole again. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like <laughs> texting you going, oh my God, I feel like yeah. I, I want to come home. It's weird. I'm not usually I usually love being in Europe in a way, but I was ready to come home. It was well, you long. were gone a while. Yeah. Well, we're glad to have you back. And I think that does it for this episode of Honest AF. And if you have any questions or products that you want us to um, check out, hit us up on our socials. Honest AF Show is our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. HonestAFShow.com is our website. Till next time, take care. Bye. Ciao. We obviously need to do a disclaimer here. So we want you to know we are not doctors or experts by any stretch of the imagination. We are just a couple of gals that are looking for magical products, procedures, and experiences. And in our quest, we will share our honest as fuck opinions with you. So please make sure before you try anything we talk about that you know your own restrictions and do so at your own risk. Do not blame us for any of your issues. We're just experimenting too.